episode 20 by Odin's Beard. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. Hey! Hey. And welcome back to The Games We Play. I am Brian. And I'm Chris. And this is episode 20 by Odin's Beard. A little preview of what we're going to be talking about later. Maybe a Viking theme. Or you can just look Mm. in the description and find out it is Blood Rage we're talking about today. Uh, Blood Rage. Uh, Really excited to talk about this. It's a spoiler. Fun game. Awesome, awesome, awesome game. Made my top list. Top Prime 7. It is a phenomenal game. Well, one of my one of I mean, my favorites. I mean, it's good. Well, yeah, we'll, yeah. Get we'll, we'll get there. It should be a fun discussion. Should be a fun discussion. Um, uh, we got what's on your table this week. We got love and hate. We got another you should try. Yeah. Talking um, about a good old classic game. Yes. And a new segment, uh, music. I maybe I should come up with a more clever name than that segment, but uh, music. We'll talk. Get a little bit about that. Have a little topic discussion. Short, short discussion. Should be fun. Hopefully, yeah. and interesting for people, and maybe. Uh-huh. Cause some controversy because some people are very opinionated about this actually. Oh, yeah, but maybe we call it music and games, music in games. Yeah, games and music, gaming, music while gaming. I don't know. Yes. It, it's a kind of a contentious topic actually. I saw a thread on Reddit the other day and people are like, "So what's your thoughts on this?" And oh man, people are so opinionated. What are the Go figure, the internet. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, yeah. it's the internet, it's Reddit, people get opinionated. Yeah, so, I mean, this is a this is something I like, and I actually had on our segment list, we've never brought it out right till episode 20, so yep. it should be kind of fun to bring something new out this week. Breaking uh, new barriers. Speaking of breaking new barriers, uh, Chris, uh, we got our BGG guild set up, is that correct? Yes, we do. We are guild 3622, the games we play. Um, yes, check it out. Just came live this week. We're up, and I got on it. Got the email from BGG. Said we got it, and I uh, uh, checked into it. Said we had one member. I got all excited, <laughs> and then checked in it. Oh, it's me because I created the guild. Nice, <laughs> nice. I, I, you know, I'm yes, not on the guild. You're not on it yet, too. But <laughs> yes, so no, check it out. And uh, that's one of the things I'm going to be working on my game collection, getting it up to date with uh, ratings and things like that. So that's that's a priority for me. So you can check out. Uh, Uh, my games and and ratings on here pretty soon by the time this airs i'm hoping to have it uh fully if not um 75 percent updated yeah but uh yeah so please check us out join us again that's guild 3622 the games we play yeah this one's gonna have a little evolution uh over the time as as we figure out what we're gonna actually do with it because i don't think we have official plan exactly how and often we're going to no. update it and what we're going to put on there obviously yeah. end goal it'd be fun to have uh interactivity polls yes, that kind polls. of stuff but for the interim until i mean we get more than a handful of people and our polls are only eight people or something like that uh we'll see uh, we'll, we'll figure out something yep. but uh yep. baby steps yes but you can uh access that by going to uh, boardgamegeek.com yeah go you- up under the community area yep us um and we're gonna be there's guilds in the drop down and we're in the podcast area mm-hmm. um and i think there's a pretty much a way to search by the number yeah. two as well three six two two i'll i'll get more proficient at that but. sure and uh if if you haven't a bit if you have a credit account on bgg i, I would highly suggest oh it. my gosh yes. it's a great place to keep uh, track of your game collection you can go in and you can drop in like game reviews or comments and not that you can't do that with 
you can look at other stuff and you just can't post without a login right. and it's i don't know yeah. BG, it's a nice community it's, to find information about games yeah it's the premier board gaming community so if, oh, if sure. you're interested in getting into this hobby and starting to develop your love uh, this is one of the first things i was introduced by, actually by my brother rob back in the early 90s um, when this uh, just when we, when I really started to get into started collecting and playing games yep. and stuff with him, he's like, "Hey, you got to check out this website, man! Oh my gosh, it's evolved tremendously oh, yeah. since then." I mean, they just pushed out the new update recently, yes. and that's actually mobile friendly finally. Yep. Oh, Branded nice, yes, exactly. Um, but hashtag not sponsored because we're not sponsored. By- <laughs> no, we're not sponsored by anybody yet. No, no. Yet. I mean, if Hopefully you have yet. if you have money and you want yeah. to, you know what I mean, we'll take it. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, BGG is just great uh, places, yeah. especially if you're getting into, new into the hobby and you want to read about games, look at games, get ideas about games because they have a lot of like related to or other people that like right. this, like this, or um, it shows like all the information for expansions and right. reiterations of games. It's just such a great database and if you're new to the hobby and you see a game on the board shelf or you see something on social media you're like what is this i mean right. that's the place to go to get a good overview of, of games and yeah, yeah it's a great place it's pretty neat. one of the things i used to use it for is uh because when i was in the army um i would travel a lot to go for training here east coast west coast all all over the united states so i'd get on board game geek and say hey i'm going to fort lee virginia area uh this time frame and hey what you know what's what are good gaming stores and places like that friendly uh local game stores and ask people and like hey go to this place go to this place so i when i was downtime from army i'd go Go to those places and frequent them. So nice. that's a good resource to uh, find out um, you know, just anything and everything about board games related. So it's pretty cool. Good place to go to. Awesome. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Let's get to what's on our table for this week. This week's what's on your table, Chris. Hey, what's on your table this week? So uh, last episode, I mentioned that I picked up Shadowrun Returns. PC, the deluxe edition from Hairbrain Schemes, and I actually loaded up on my laptop. And this last week, I actually uh, made up a character and played about an hour of it. Got introduced to nice. that. Yeah, what was, game was that again? Shadowrun Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pitch that softball. <laughs> I missed that. it. Hit that, hit that over. The that best. was embarrassing. Yeah, well, let's come on, Brian. Get with it. I'm getting slow on the, the soundboard. But yeah, it's a, um, basically, it's a video game version of the tabletop role-playing game of Shadowruns, and it's pretty cool. It's it's uh, turn-based and very, very, um, very neat so far. I've just started a mission, and my gone through and met a character and, and got some equipment, and yeah, just just barely just barely breaking the ice of. The How was like the interface for playing something like that? I I, I know those games actually have really good uh, reviews on Steam. Yeah, and, I mean. It, this one did, playing. yeah. But uh, it like, how Steam. does it play pretty well? Like, I like it. I mean, it does. It's. I used to play Baldur's Gate um, back in the day. It's a Dungeons and Dragons uh, tabletop role playing game. Um, the Baldur's Gate systems, and that was that was that was pretty neat. And that was back in the eighties when that first came out. And there's actually another Baldur's Gate uh, version coming out pretty soon. They're updating it. And but this is this is is pretty good. It loads quick and plays well and. Um, I like the interfaces. It's 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 I don't know. It's pretty cool. I don't play a lot of, of video games, so it's I'm very it's hard for me not uh, to describe current technologies regarding that. Sure, sure. I don't play much. It's yeah. it's it's not a first person shooter. It's turn based. Right, right. It's yeah. a top down yep. isometric kind of game. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I have it in my Steam library too. Is, can you play multiplayer in that? 
I don't know. Oh, you Ooh, should that'd check because cool. I, yeah. I think I have it. I, I, I have so many games of Steam that I haven't played yet. Well, cool. That sounds like fun. Uh, right up your alley, right? Yeah, yeah. Enjoying it. I what? really, I really love that. What was so, that again? That was Shadowrun Returns. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. It's no, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Um, what's been on my table is uh, a game called Elysium. Um, that's E L Y S I U M. For those who want to spell, look it up. Well, uh, it was on my table. I can say that about the game. Um, this this one surprised me because I I picked this up on clearance, and so I I think I spent like ten twelve bucks or something like that. It was, it was one of those uh, I think at half price I got it new and they either run like a fifty percent off one item and I just picked that up because on BGG has like a seven point three rating on wow, it. Wow, that's good. That's a good rating for BGG. And so, Chris, what, what you had the ranking up here in front of you. What was the ranking? Yeah, on? it's overall it's a three sixty four, and strategy it's two thirty eight. So this is a top five hundred game on board uh, BGG. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I Dice Tower reviewed it, like, uh, and I watched the review, and it and it looked cool, sounded cool. That's why I bought it. Well, um, Nate. So I looked on PGG on the reviews just to see, hey, okay, was my play experience the same as other people? And there was a lot of people on there that really, really liked this game. They're like, yeah, this we get this out all the time. I introduced it to our game group, and they asked to play it all the time. The whole time I was playing the game, all I could think of is this is Seven Wonders and not as good as Seven Wonders. Oh, yeah? Because the whole game... It's themed like Seven Wonders, where it's that kind of uh, Greek. Greek, yeah. yeah. This one's a little mythology. before mythology because this is like you have gods like Apollo and Zeus and and so on. And and Seven Wonders is a little after that, but it's about the mm. same time period. And that's more about like the architecture and the civilization, right? Yeah. But both games are drafting, and both games you're you're building sets. <laughs> and that's what this game is doing. I'll give it a little credit. The theme and like the artwork in this game is a lot better than Seven Wonders, personally. Nice. The drafting mechanic is kind of cool, where you have these these like big chunky like wooden pond pillar things. They kind of look like a like a sand dial, but wooden, solid wood, and they're different colors with different symbols on them. And essentially, on your turn, you get to draft one of the cards out in the middle, and each one of those cards have a cost, um, and it's going to be either one or two of the colors, right? So it could be a red-blue or red-green or just a yellow or whatever. And as long as you have one of those pillars left, you can get it. So you grab it, and then you, after you get a card, you have to choose to you have to discard one of those pillars out. It doesn't have to be the one you just that you might have spent mm-hmm. with, but you have to do it. So there's some good decision making. I really like it because you have to look out. Well, what am I else going to grab? Well, you have to plan ahead a little bit, but the other players are going to be drafting stuff. And then there's also a quest. So on each turn, you you draft three cards and a quest. The quest determines your turn order, also gives you how many cards you can play down, also gives you extra gold bonuses and sometimes victory points, right? And so I really like that decision-making of drafting, looking ahead, making hard decisions that have to remove one of your pillars because you're like, I want everything, but if I do this now, I can't get half of these cards out there. I really like that. Love that. And and then each of the families have a theme to it. So like, uh, I, I can't even pronounce it. Like one is all about uh, getting money. Like you just get money bonuses. One is about giving you extra like playing power and the and so on and so forth. So like each family has kind of a theme, and all the cards are numbered one, two, three. 
And so you can kind of build a small engine, but at the same time, you have to use those and place them down to your Elysium. And once you put them in your Elysium, you, you can't use the abilities anymore, but that's when you start setting, that's where you're collecting your sets, right? So there's this dichotomy where you're like, ah, do I keep it out here to use the abilities later? Or do I put it down and try to score it for later? And you can only do so many drafting based on your sure. quest. So sometimes you can only get do two cards, for example. So I kind of I like all that. In theory, it's all great. The problem I have with it is when you, when you create the deck, there's multiple families, and there's more families in the box that come that you need to play with, which is cool. So there's a lot of replayability, different combinations of families. We're going to have different gameplay. Again, all in theory. The problem is is when you make the deck, there's 106 cards in the deck. And when you're playing out, there's only five rounds. And each round, you only see three times the number of players plus one cards. So if you're playing a two-player game, you only see seven cards every round. Times five rounds, that's 35 of the 106 cards you see. Well, the problem is you're trying to create these sets. Oh, yeah. The set you're trying to create is either all ones, ones, twos, or threes, so you can get ones of each of the different families. So once you get a family in that one set, you can't get that in again. You have to create another set. Or one, two, three of the same family, right? And if you don't complete it, the bone, the scoring is not great. And, and a lot of times you're getting scoring bonuses from some of those cards where at the end of the game it's like, well, if you complete a set with this, you get extra one victory card per card and stuff like that. It's like really good bonuses. Yeah. Well, the problem is... When you only see a fourth of the deck, oh, a third of the deck, right? Um, there's cards you literally will not see. So, for example, at the very beginning, I got a blue one and two card. Looking for that three. The three never came up the whole game. So, Emily, from the very beginning, was just doing sets of ones, twos, and threes. She never even went after a family. And it paid off because, for me, I was throwing off some of those one, two, three families. And I literally never saw those cards come out in the deck. So I'm hearing that this is not a good two-player game. But even with a four-player game, so at four Were people play- saying that too? Yeah. yeah. Doing, the, doing the math, you got four um, times the... Uh, well, so tw- 13 cards yeah, each yeah, round. Yeah, 13 cards each round. Times five. Times five. So you've got 65 cards of the 106. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you're still missing 41 cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the odds. Yeah. Yeah, and so maybe that one three <laughs> only comes out one time the whole game, and just because of turn order, you might not get it. Yeah. And you could definitely screw your opponents over. I mean, it comes down to that. You're like, well, I only have a green pillar. I don't really care about any of this, but I'm going to pick the one that's going to screw you over because you need it. Um, it's that kind of game. I just, ah, mm, I can not see that. fun. You know how I was talking about being cool and not being like a sore loser? <laughs> that came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can ask Emily. At one point, like the fifth one, I like Flip threw it. my stuff. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I'm like, this is stupid because we kept seeing the same three families come out. And I even shuffled the crap out of that deck. Like, shuffled, shuffled it. Oh, sure. Like, I broke up in a four, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I riffle shuffled this thing like 30 times. There's just to make sure because each deck was separate. Right. And I still, there was that blue family. I looked through the discard deck and look at hers. We only got like five of the blue cards out. Total, it's crazy out of like the 20 plus cards in the family, yeah. Anyway, just really annoying me. But some people were like gushing over it on there. I just don't uh-huh. get it. I don't get it. If you want to play set collection with the cool drafting, play Seven Wonders, way better. So, this is a 2015 game, 
and I'm looking at the awards and honors, and it's a long list. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Geek, which is Board Game Geeks Awards. It's Golden Geek Board Game of the Year nominee. Well, I take back um, everything I said about BG. No, I'm yeah. just joking. Golden, uh, <laughs> Golden Geek Best Strategy Board Game nominee. Golden Geek Best Board Game Artwork Presentation nominee. Um, International Gamers Award General Strategy Multiplayer nominee. That is Kinner, crazy. Kinnerspiel des Jahres nominee. Meeple's year, Choice, no, 2015. This Are is all 2015. Nope. Uh, see, trick, yeah. That's see, so. I, it goes on. That's why I, I saw it. I'm like, hey, I got it for like $15. Right, yeah. Like, this is a great deal. But man. So Corey texted us this last week. Amazon had it on for like $19.99. It was under 20 bucks. Did he buy it? And I I don't know if he did, but I did. And I just okay. got it in the just got it in the mail this weekend. Maybe maybe <laughs> I bring it into work and we yep. play four players. I think so. Because I'm really considering if we play at four players and it's not like it still has the same problems, I'm selling this. <laughs> and Clear I, and room I, on I never sold a game in my whole life. Yeah. I I still have don't settlers and Catan and all three expansions. <laughs> And the five player, six player yeah. expansions that I'm up there. I haven't played that game since 2012. I yeah. think it's. I've ha- so I've had those games on my shelf for seven years and never opened those boxes in seven years, and they're still on my shelves. That says something about yeah. that game. Don't don't yeah, buddy. I uh, I did that one time. I tried to. I sold some games and I oh. regret it. I'm not going to regret uh, getting a Lyceum. Actually, I'm thinking about some of those Settlers Catan. That yeah, version maybe. right there. Yeah. They're not only pristine condition. Yeah, I sold I them that. at half price bookstore. They're trying to sell. Just the base game, that red box right there, not with the five or six player expansion for sixty bucks. Wow, wow. Used. So I was gonna look on eBay. Anyway, this has gone on for way too long. Way All too I long. All I say is, uh, I, I apologize if you like Elysium. Sorry, but it just maybe I played it wrong. But I reread the rules. The rules are really simple, actually. Um, I'll have to give it a try to see if the you're rule wrong. book's not written very well either. I had to reread. It was, it was kind of weird. You'll see what I'm talking about when you get it out. But gotcha. That's Elysium. That was been on my table. Sorry to go on my rant. It is what it is. But I'll give another try before I get rid of it. All right. Yeah. That concludes what's on our table. This week on You Should Try, we are talking about Ink and Gold. Ink and Gold is a three day player game for ages eight plus and twenty to forty minutes. I think Eagle Griffin, are they still the publishers? I think they are. Yeah, Eagle Griffin's the current publishers of it. There's been uh, several publishers. This is It came out in 2005. Origi- a lot of different editions, too. Yes. Originally, uh, Diamant is the name of it. Um, it's But they changed the name in America to Ink and Gold. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Eagle Griffin currently... There's, oh gosh, this yeah, it's, it's it, a game that's been published yeah, by look about at, 15. You might see a lot of people. different versions if you're looking secondhand yeah. or something. But even then, it's really, it's actually not fairly cheap. In fact, uh, I remember trying to grab this and it's always like 30 some bucks, which is kind of crazy. It's a smaller, it's definitely a smaller footprint game. Definitely a lighter game. So a little expensive unless it's come down um, last time. But uh, Cool Stuff Inc. had it in stock for $21.49. Oh, perfect. Okay, so it's, it's come so, down. Yeah, I think so, for a while there, maybe when it switched over to publishers or a print or something on that edition, right. I think maybe it was a limited run. Because at the time, 
I mean, this was a while ago. This was circa 2012 or something like that. Yeah. That the prices were like 30 to 40 bucks on this, but uh, definitely a steal for 20, 25 bucks. Yeah, if you can get this under 25 bucks. This is this is one. It's it's a great family game. Uh, there's adventure, bluffy, and exploration in it. It's it's really a pressure luck, and then it's a simultaneous action selection game where you have to choose if you're going to stay in and go exploring. Yeah, so let's give a little sure, overview okay, sure. here before we talk about the mechanics. So uh, ideas were a bunch of explorers, right? Yep. Going into an Incan temple, and we're trying to get as much gold treasures. Yep, without dying. Yep, and die you may. <laughs> yes, yes. There's <laughs> monsters in, within the the temple. Basically, a deck of cards, right? Yes, it, it's it's a card game, and the cards are numbered for the treasures like two through. I it goes up pretty high, like ten, thirteen. It's it's no, I'll give it like a couple of or something like that. Does, okay, I'm gonna pull the box open. Do, right let's now. do this. I, a few moments later. So the cards are anywhere from like. One all the way up to seventeen for these uh, gym pieces, and then throughout the deck, there's a bunch of different monsters. I believe there's uh, four or five monsters, and there's three of each monster in the deck. There's also every time you go through a level or explore a new part of the temple. Uh, well, essentially, it's five rounds, right? Each round you're exploring a new part of the temple. Right. Out comes a, a idol card from the temple that goes into the deck. So by the end of the game, there's five idol cards, and they give you extra treasure. And so it's played over five rounds, and then whoever after the end of five rounds gets the most money. So how it works is everybody's into the temple, and they have their, I'm going to stay in, or I'm going to keep going card. This yep. is what you're talking about yes. with the simultaneous I'm going to exit the temple, or I'm going to go further into the temple. Yep. And each person has their, their little tent. It's like a little screen, yeah, mini screen. It is, yeah. It's it, a, but it's an actual tent. It looks like a tent. It's, it's a cardboard tent, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so the idea is when a card comes out, the, the little gems will come out in yep. the value. And it'll split for however many people still left in the in the temple. Yes. So if there's four people left in the temple and like a 16 comes out, we all get four gems. If there's any leftovers, they stay on the card. And so then everybody at that point has to decide, am I going to stay in or am I going to go? If you go, you get a split of the gems that are left on the, the remainders. But if multiple people go, you have to split that up amongst yourselves. But once you're out, you're out, right? Yep. You don't get any more gold um, or gems. However, there's hazards as they come out. If there's ever two of the same hazards, so there's like snake and fire a and mummy like, and, ca- and, and yeah. a zombie and yep. like a cave a collapse. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If two of those comes out, you die. You lose everything that you had for that run and everything that was out there, and they go back to the bank, and everybody starts over at the very beginning. If you go, though, you guaranteed what you got so far, and you put in your tent and put it away. Yep, and then that's you put your tent over it so, so people don't see it, and you can see it, and you can remember, and it's people have to remember what what he pulled out. and there's, Does he have 20 or 30? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. So that's that, that adds to that pressure. Like, ooh, do I need to stay in? Because Brian... Brian got out and got some gold, but I don't remember how much gold he has. And the incentivize yeah. leaving those yes. idols. So when the yes. idols come out, it's guaranteed and it steps up. It starts yeah. at five. Then the next one's five. And then it's like 10, 10. And it starts Additional getting more. gold, yes. And so what happens is it goes on the card. And if you leave by yourself, you get that. But if multiple people leave, they don't get that treasure. Nobody gets the treasure. It stays out there, and then maybe the next round somebody leaves, and they pick it up. And so it's like this mind game, like who's going to, who's not going to, like... Yeah, do you want to play it safe and take your share of the gold right now, or do you want to push your luck and and go uh, deeper into the dungeon and and uh, the temple? And yeah, it really is. And this is a great kids game too, it as is. well. It is. So it was actually a two thousand and five Spielstis 
Kinderspielten, 8- to 13-year-old third-place winner. Oh, my gosh. This got wow. tons wow. of tons of tons of award, awards and nominations. Uh, Golden Geek, Best Light Party Game winner uh, for 2006. Uh, Best Family Board Game nominee. Uh, best so Kids Game nominee. We're not just blowing smoke up. No. Spielstisch Yars recommended in 2005. Well, so was Elysium in oh. 2020. <laughs> I know. <laughs> take, it, take it what it's worth. I kid, I kid. But. Uh, no, it's a great game. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's in my it's in my collection. Yeah, I think it's in your it's collection. It's in my collection. We play this numerous numerous times. It's great with adults. It's great with kids. Lunchroom it's games. It's a quick game like if you want to. You can play multiple games. Uh, Plays up to eight, which is cool. Yes, that's the nice thing I like about with large uh, uh, families or friends or groups or whatever. You can pull this out and it accommodates that. Um, even it's one of those things you can pull out with aunts and uncles or grandma mm-hmm. and grandpa who's yep. not board gamers and they want to play with the kids or family and they want to join. In it's they easily follow. Oh, you it's easy rules. Yeah. I mean, we literally just explained all the rules. Yes. Like you could yeah. just take and listen to this and play the game. Yeah, I know. We we pulled this out one of the first nights with uh, Jamie and I and all the kids and stuff, and and we played it. And uh, um, yeah, Lily, uh, the ten year old, she won. <laughs> oh man! Like, oh yes! It's just so, so much fun when somebody stays in by themselves yeah. and they're like one more, and they're like, no, yeah. don't, or go, go, yeah. go, no, I'm going to stay, yeah. are you sure? You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's no, it's, it's, it, it's a lot of fun. It's There's a lot of laughs, there's a lot, could be a lot of pressure, and it, it's fun time. Yep, try get it. It's it's around. It's at your your local game store may have it. Um, oh, it's, for sure. Uh, like demo it's, it's on Amazon's. Yeah, you see a lot of the local game stores. They have uh, a stock of games, and you can give it a try. So yeah. you can go in the yeah. game room, and I know Mayhem Comics in, in West Des Moines does yep. that, and I've seen this on the shelf. So you can easily uh, give it a try and for stuff sure. like that. So so that was Ink and Gold. I N C A N Gold G O L D. Yes. Two words. Great game. Check it out. Uh, it's a- you should, should be one that should be in your collection. I yeah. mean, I, it, it's like, it's a staple. Almost. Yeah, it's a staple. You should definitely try it. Yeah. All right, new segment here, Chris. TBD name, but we're calling it music for now, I guess, for the segment. Um, TBD music. Um, anyway, my initial idea of the segment was to talk about music that pairs well with games. You know, kind of like nice wine pairs with certain food or cheese or cheese this is music that pairs with games but we can maybe go into more specifics on future segments but this is more just an overview because this can be kind of a contentious uh, topic actually evidently so what's your thoughts when playing a game do you put music on while you play or do you not put music on while you play I like music, uh, especially certain games, uh, as long as it's, if there's interaction, like certain party games where you have to talk, and as long as the music isn't interact or, or interrupting that gameplay, but there's certain games I like, like A Touch of Evil, or Last Night on Earth, or Arkham Horror, uh, Fury of Dracula, and some of these games where uh, you have some background music, and even, even A Touch of Evil by uh, Flying Frog Productions, that came with a CD. Oh, sure, music. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so putting that in um, and having that play in the backgrounds is awesome. I know we've done that several times. Uh, Corey has his little iPad with um, uh, playlists, and we have uh, 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 like Conan music yep, yep. and and yeah. that in the background. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, I love that. I really do like music with with the games. It, it again, it depends on the games, and it sure, can definitely sure, sure. enhance it. Like uh, come uh, every October, I host a game night where we play. Uh, 
you know, horror games and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like I said, last night on Earth and uh, uh, other other zombie games and things, having that music in the background is a fun element uh, to that type of a gameplay. So I, I enjoy music, actually. So you definitely fall in the camp of put something on the background. Yes. Um, I, I also fall in the same one, and so does Corey, obviously. I mean, obviously the genre of music and the game really matters. Uh, you know, if it's a lighthearted game, then maybe I'll throw in some pogo if nobody's ever heard of pogo check him out on youtube actually uh he like takes movies and cartoons and stuff and mixes them into a like a cool beat and stuff oh so good he's really good anyway pogo p-o-g-o um something like that that's lighthearted. it's kind of background music not a whole lot of lyrics but when i play something like star wars uh, like Rebellion or something like that. Obviously, I'm going to put on John Williams or Jurassic Park. I was put on the Jurassic Park uh, yes, uh, theme. I as, agree. Um, or even like XCOM. I, uh, you know, I'll put on the XCOM soundtrack or even Battlestar Galactica. We'll put on the Battlestar Galactica soundtrack from the TV show and movie. Um, it just enhances it. But I'm all for it. I, I know some people don't like it. I, it just adds a little levity to it, right? To the situation, and if somebody's like taking a while to list or like think through a turn, it just adds a little instead of just dead silence, right? I agree, I mean? exactly. Yeah, you know, and actually, uh, I did a little uh, researching on this, and since you brought this topic up, and I found a website called Mellow Dice, M E L O D I C E dot org music for board games all you have to do is you choose your board game they have a search panel you type in your board game it brings it up and it gives tracks of music okay okay let's try something out yep, then here yep, so okay, uh enter in. dinosaur island we'll, we'll we'll throw some we'll throw some softballs at this real quick so obviously the the obvious one should be jurassic park right dinosaur island 2017 uh, dinosaur the courtship there's a little video here uh dinosaur the courtship dino hunter deadly shones uh, OST game theme song. So is this- Jurassic Park soundtrack, okay. the Raptor attack, dinosaur epilogue, okay. dinosaur across the desert, Jurassic Perfect. Park yeah. soundtrack. Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. Check it out. It's Melodice. Uh, again, not not sponsored, but I, I like it. It just enhances games. And yep. and if anything, even if it's not like a direct theme, like Dinosaur Island to Jurassic Park or something like that, it at least gives something. Yeah. I say no to TVs though on. Oh, they like, can be distracting. Like movies yeah. or videos. Too much changing. and It just depends on who it is, though, sometimes, because some people can handle it better than others. Yeah. So, no, but, yeah, so when we play Western Legends next, we're going to have to get the old cowboy yeah. uh, theme song. For sure. Gunsmoke. And, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, anyway, that uh, is the first segment of music. I don't know. I, I like it. I love music. Um, we... I don't know how to stretch this five minutes or so, but hey, we just did it. So uh, maybe a returning segment. We'll see. I know Corey's going to like it. So anyway, that's music. TBD. All right. This week's game review is Blood Rage. Yeah. Blood Rage is a game that is out by, I guess it's Cool Mini or not? Or is it, did they upgrade to Simon or Come On? I'm sorry. Because uh, this is one of the last ones that was Cool Mini or Not, looking at the box. Originally, it did come out as Cool Mini or Not, and I've heard everything they're going to go by Simon. Not come on? Well, was that just a big joke? I think it was stupid. Anyway. I, I wondered if it was for publicity, but yeah, I, I, I swear, wasn't it at Gen Con they mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon? Yeah, they, they, called, they called themselves Simon yeah, at Gen Con. So. Anyway, anyway, to get back. Anyway, uh, so in Blood Rage. Each player controls their own Vikings, clan, warriors, leader, and ship. 
Ragnarok has come, and it's the end of the world. It's the Vikings' last chance to go down in a blaze of glory and secure their place in Valhalla at Odin's side. For a Viking, there are so many pathways to glory. You can evade and pillage the land for its rewards, crush your opponents in epic battles, fulfill quests, increase your clan stat, or even die gloriously either in battle from, from Ragnarok, the ultimate inescapable doom. Player strategies are guided by the cards drafted at the beginning of each three of the rounds. Called H's, these gods' gifts grant you numerous boons for your clans, including increased Viking strength and devious battle strategies, upgrades to your clan, or even the aid of legendary creatures from Norse mythology. They may also include various quests, dominating specific provinces to having lots of your Vikings sent to Valhalla. Most of these cards are aligned with one of the Norse gods hinting at the kind of strategy they support for example thor gives more glory for victory in battle heimdall grants you foresight and surprises tear strengthens you in battle and the trickster loki actually rewards you for losing battles <laughs> yes he does more to talk about that <laughs> or punishes the winner Players must choose their strategies carefully during the draft phase, but also ready to adapt and react to their opponent's strategies as the action phase unfolds. Battles are decided not only by the strength of the figures involved, but also by the cards played in secret. By observing your opponent's actions and allegiances to specific gods, you can predict what card they're likely to play and plan accordingly. Winning battles is not always the best course of action, as the right card can get you even more rewards by being crushed. Chris, they only <laughs> the only losing strategy in Blood Rage is to shy away from battle and a glorious death. It just it's just funny. It says like for a Viking, there are many pathways to glory, and one of them is is increase your clan stats. Yeah. Woo! Yes. <laughs> That's what I always dreamed about as a Viking. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Chris, uh, that kind of describes the game. Talks yeah. about it a little bit. Did you want to talk about a little bit more of like the actual gameplay overview of how the game plays? Absolutely. The game is actually played over a series of three ages, each of which is divided into six phases played in order. The first is God's Gifts, and that's where you uh, deal out eight cards to each player. And in this, this is a pick and pass mechanism. So you have the eight cards and you choose one you want and then you pass the remainder of the cards to your left and uh, and everybody does that and you keep going around until you have um, six cards in your hand and the remaining two cards are put back in the box so it's it's a pick and pass mechanism very much like sushi go party and, if you and, and there's sushi. also uh, different decks for each age right if I remember yes. right e- each age it ramps really Correct. up those cards too so and one of the things is you can t- you can keep a card from one age into the next age and then yes and they they do ramp up in powers and victory points and 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 so on um in a this is a two to four player game where there's an expansion to play five players um and a new one coming out i want to say it's it's either six clan or it's maybe they added six players i forget yeah but that that's the that's the first phase the second phase is your actions this is where you use your rage stat on your clan tableau board and the rage dictates the number of actions you can take on certain cards they have number of actions uh, sure. certain things that go on so but what you can do is you can invade uh, that's where you can move into a, a, a country or, or a, 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 region. a region excuse me yeah a region and attack it um, you can march 
uh, that's where you, you just move your players in, and you can move them around and things like that. You can upgrade. That's where cards in your hand, some of those things which you can do is you can upgrade your clans. You can upgrade your ship. Um, there's uh, different things you can upgrade, and that's where you can spend your rage to, to utilize that. You can go on quests. So quests, uh, There's the, you get these quest cards and you get these, the glory points for completing certain quests. So what it is is if you have uh, certain uh, it's like, certain like warriors. It's like area control. Area control. Or yep. control, like yep. control the side yep. of the board because exactly. I kept trying to go after those and Corey kept going after the same ones yep. and you're off yeah. gallivanting over there and dying and like we're fighting <laughs> over the same territories because I'm trying to complete my stupid quest. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, yep, yep. So that happens. And then also you can pillage and pillage. What that is is when you go into a region and you go into the there's certain spots within a region they call those villages and stuff. So you can go into a village and you can actually go in and pillage that region and uh, these regions have these little uh, stat uh, little chits uh, they're face down and what they are or you, you turn them face up at once you start playing but they they give you abilities to upgrade your tableau you which can, is huge because yeah, it's, it's very quick huge. to upgrade it yeah. yeah it's it's very quick to upgrade there's other ways to upgrade it after you do some things but when you go in and pillage a region you get an instant upgrade to your uh, stat board and you can choose which you want it, it, it certain ones certain ones allow you to choose certain ones it's sure, specific sure. to what you upgrade but that is uh that is one of the the quickest and easiest ways to do that so that's some of the things you can do with your actions then afterward the the third phase is where you discards so that's your players you discount discard down to one card um, fours were uh, phase fours where you go on your quests, you reveal and discard all your quest cards, gaining any rewards to be completed. And f uh, five is Ragnarok. That's where at the end of that phase uh, you destroy the current doomed province. So one of the things is again, this is the game of uh, uh, it's Ragnarok is coming. It is it is happening now. the 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 world is dying. It's it's everything's gonna uh, death and despair, and you're out to get the the amount of glory before this happens. So each turn, there's there's these uh, tokens where you set upon, and you know uh, like a meteor is coming, right? Essentially. Basically, volcanoes, meteors, things are happening, and so certain regions on the board will uh, start uh, will be um, non-playable. Off. They're closed off. And non everybody dies on that if you're yes. still there. <laughs> yes, and it's actually, and if you're good, you get you get glory points for that. And if if you're in the land where the Ragnarok happens, you go to Valhalla and you get victory points for it. Stuff. Yeah. So the, you you can sacrifice yourself. Of course, Vikings are all about the glorious yeah. death. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so each each phase of the the three phases, um, Ragnarok occurs. So the board is starting to uh, become smaller and smaller and area and playable and so on. Uh, sixth phase is the release of Valhalla. So any of your characters die, you get you get to bring them back into your board, and then you get to start using utilize them to put out on the um, the board for area uh, area control and so on. So the and basically. Um, at that that stage, then you end end of that age, and you flip over the pillage tokens face back up. Uh, you pass the uh, first player token to the left, and you reset, and um, you go on to the next age. So again, there's three ages. After the third age, uh, the the uh, it's basically the end of the game, and you, in you, the world, and and the world, <laughs> <laughs> and at the end you gain the indicated glory bonuses for each of your clan stats and legendary. So as you increase your tableau and clan stats, you get more victory points. As you win battles, uh, glory, excuse me, glory, yes, excuse me, of course, glory <laughs> points. Yeah, um, as you win battles, you get glory points. As you get quests, you get glory points. When you go to Valhalla and sacrifice yourself, you can get glory points. Uh, yeah, you're just getting yes. literal glory. 
glory points oh my ever. Gosh. I mean, yeah, around the whole board, there's the point yes, track, and you're just laughing. Yeah, around the, exactly. It's the outer edge, like Ticket to Ride, and some of these other games. It's it's literally you're getting close to the hundreds yeah. of glory points and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah, great, but it's it's really cool. So some of the things I didn't touch upon is within the actions, um, you uh, you can uh, there's there's different things where you, you can get monsters. Uh, you have your you have your leader, you have a, a boat. You have and your warriors, your clansmen and stuff, and then also what you can do within your cards that when we draw them, um, you you can actually recruit monsters to come fight on your side. So this is a, a miniatures game. This is a board game with miniatures. Cool mini or not is known for their fabulous sculpted miniatures. Also, and, no Simon. No. Yes, now Simon. And so uh, you get the wolf man. You get this giant. You get this well, hydra. I mean, it, depends on, it depends on. It uh, depends. Like you, who got the Kickstarter and, yes. and literally got like thirty extra boxes of extra figures. So yeah, over here. But, when this but, came yeah, out, but essentially you get some monsters when um, even with the base game. With right, the Kickstarter, right, so. yeah. So you check it out, and it's I did back it on Kickstarter, and they did have another Kickstarter for a six clan and a digital version. So they do every now and then come out with the Kickstarters. And when you do that, you can get all the, the exclusives if you want to go that route. If not, you can get the base game, which has some beautiful miniatures in it, too, as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But uh, th that's the basic uh, uh, the overview of the game and how it plays. It goes over those uh, six phases over uh, three ages, basically three turns. Um, to go to to battle, to yeah. pillage, to yeah. to go on those quests, and um, to upgrade your your clan and become the most powerful clan. So overview in eleven minutes. Overview in eleven <laughs> minutes. All right, so let's let's move on through this. Uh, so art, uh, Chris, what, what what do you think about the art of this game? I like the art. Oh, it's very the box is beautiful. Um, very stylized. Very stylized. It is. Yeah, the the board is the same way with as long with the cards. It it's your very very um, periodic uh, uh, art. It's not cartoony whatsoever. It's very graphic. I, I think of Conan the Barbarian. A lot of the the yeah, comic yeah, book yeah, series yeah. Um, of that, and the graphic novels yeah. of Conan. Um, that very type of art. Uh, I love it. it it's very. Yeah. It's yeah. It yeah. brings out the flavor of no. Of I agree. This game. The the board looks great. Even yeah. each tableau is is custom yep. and looks good. And the artwork on every card looks great. Even I don't know if the minute that's part of probably the components we'll talk about here yeah. in a second, but even like the Valhalla board and even the board that you have each of the decks for the three ages, like there's artwork on that right. and behind it. There's like a picture of like volcano and like lava. I just it's just so very thematic and yeah. it, it looks great. I mean, even the covers like a Viking dude like fighting. There's lightning and like lava and like a huge like it looks like a meteor just crashed down i mean that that's the theme and it, yeah, it just the, looks cool of uh, ragnarok's coming the volcano's erupting and yeah, yeah. so he's got his axe and yeah this is one of the games where the art adds to yes, the game. enhances it yeah most so definitely. like three thumbs up yeah uh, if i had three thumbs uh, for this game yeah it's, it's great artwork. you can always borrow mine or Corey's. Yeah. we'll just say we'll keep borrowing course uh, there we go we'll borrow course them I was going to say bendages, but let's not go yes. there. All right, components. Uh, Chris, what do you think about the components on this one? So that, that's where this game really shines. Uh, it, it has a bunch of chits in it, which the graphics and the board is very nice, but this is a miniatures game. Uh, and Cool Mini or Not is known for their miniatures, and these are fabulously sculpted and uh, miniatures. Oh, yeah. Details, they they are highly are awesome. quality uh, miniatures. They're they're not that flexible, bendy plastic. They're, they're a nice hard plastic. 
it's I don't know if they're twenty eight millimeter scale or yeah. they're yeah, right on the size, but they're they're large in size, especially and, those monsters. Oh my gosh, the those monsters! They're phenomenal. I've seen some of these painted before, oh, and I'm they sure. just turn out just fabulous. I was thinking of uh, doing this, um, yeah, painting this sometime, but um, these the, the components are awesome. Yeah, the, the, the cards are yes. nice. Um, there's not that many chits. I mean, the chits are the like to track your tokens. stuff on your tableau yeah. yep. and stuff and cover them up as you upgrade. And a couple um, that go on the board. I, I do like on the components, they add those colored bases. Yes. So each clan has a different color. Yep. And so any clan could get any number of like the monsters or some of the warriors or, it, you know, it, it just depends on how you go through it. Um, in your upgrades, because you're getting those clan upgrades, you're getting your your monster upgrades. Because you, I think you get two of those monsters out. Yes, you, you can get two. And so anybody could get it. And so they come with these color snap on um, uh, bases that go onto right. the bottom of the base. Right. So it, I just like that's just like a nice touch, just to keep track of who's who, and uh, that's nice. Yeah, a very nice thing is is so the base game you can play the uh, there's certain clans and they they're color coded and their characters are different yes each than each different. of the yep. clan you got the serpent clan you got the um boar clan you got the bear clan you got the wolf excuse me the raven the bear is a, is an additional clan um that came out and so these are color coded so uh, your tableau board has a certain color like gold or blue or red or like a brown. And so that was Brian was talking about. You get these little bases that you put on the bottom of your figures. Your sh- uh, your ships have the sail certain color so you know what, what f- uh, faction they belong to. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's yep. a nice touch. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and the, the so the art on your tableau matches the, the figures. Yep. So you've got your leader for the serpent. It's a female with a staff and a sword, and that's what it, the art's on the tableau, and that's what it's on the, the, the characters that way. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah, it really is. And the, the the nice thing about these tableaus, it tells you everything on it. You got your rage, you got which is uh, that's the um, it's your that's it's your like your cost your actions, your, 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 yeah, yes, your which you can pay your for currency. actions, yeah, currency. Then you got axes, uh, and that's when you win battles. Whatever your axe rating is, that's how much extra glory you get for winning battles. And then there's also horns. Um, that is what's the how many limits the number of figures on. So how many horns you have is the how many figures you can actually have on the board. So as you increase that, you could put more dudes on the map for better area control, better sure. fighting. As you increase axes, you get more glory for winning. And then as you increase your rage, you get more uh, uh, action or points to spend for actions and stuff. So, yeah, the nice and then also about it on the edges area, it has spots for you can put your clan upgrade cards and your ship upgrade. Yeah, so and, it has all the yes, spots. It has on the, the spots nice. on the like cards. That. Then it also has where um, it talks about what you can do. All the the you know, your invade, your march, your upgrade, your quest, your pillage talks about how much rage it costs and what you do. It gives you the be, uh, basic brief action. So it has so you, like all your yep, references yep, on your tablet. Yep, which is really yep. nice. so you don't have to look it up and that kind of stuff so a lot of things are out on this so it is really nice and so the the components i i really like and there's a lot of them if you want to go all in and buy a bunch of different uh figures like Corey, yeah. or like chris did yeah so um, on this type of game oh my gosh I, yeah. I i love all this extra stuff it brings out the the, the feel of it yeah so um Chris, the rule book. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever read through the rule book. I know when we went to play, I, I did like a watch it, play, how to play kind of uh, video, and then I read some guides. 
Um, also, you had laminated cheat sheets you printed off. Uh, another reason why yep. you go on BGG is there's yeah, people put supplemental stuff, and you can't yes. look at them and download them unless you have a login. Anyway, you had those, and those really help for like player aids for each one um, because this is not a lighter game. No, there's a- there's a lot of little rules. Uh, there's a lot of little nitpicky things with the game. How's the rule book when it comes to this game and teaching? Because it's like I said, it's not a light right. type game. It's a 24 page rule book. It's got a lot of pictures. It does a really good job of you know describing all the components and going through the setup stages. It's got really good colorful pictures of all the components as you break it down. It gets a really nice. Uh, you know, objective introduction. Oh gosh, the print the, on that is yeah. really big, actually. Yes, so for twenty four pages, it's not as heavy as I it, thought it would it be. It really isn't because most of it is a bunch of pictures. Oh, man, those are they're colored pictures. Yes, too. it's colored pictures. So it, it gives you the basic concepts of the game board and then the clan sheet. It breaks it down. There's not e- there's no. not even a full page of text on these no. pages. That you're going there. It's they're all not. pretty much pictures. It's wow. a lot of pictures. Like it's that. a lot of diagrams. Uh, arrows pointed to this. What it means. Um, it really talks about it. No, it's it's large print. It's it's a very well set up rule book, which very well laid out and describes it. Um, the first time I read it, it when I went through it, I didn't have to re reread it again or like or what like is this reference or, back right well, it, it, it is because exactly because the way it's set up and it goes through the phases of play and it gives examples. Oh man, the pic- and, there's so many guys. Yes, I'm not joking. Like I've read a lot of rule books. Yeah. Basically, I'm usually the rules guy. He usually is when um, we play the games. I don't think I've seen a game with this many pictures and and like diagrams and flow on top of the pictures. This is that's yeah. pretty fantastic. It, I it, like that. It it really is a good good rule book and it talks about it. And one of the one of the things I love about it at the end, it gives a rule summary. So even if I didn't have these printed off versions, you can flip this uh, uh, rule book over, prop it up or something, or have it out. There's the and flow. Everything it goes through all the six phases, the end of the age, end of the game, everything you need to do. So the rule summary it it does that all in one page, and that's it's yeah, I, I give it. Uh, uh, two thumbs plus Corey's thumb so most definitely <laughs> i'm sure he'll appreciate that um okay cool let's uh let's move on to likes then chris uh what's what's your likes i pretty much already anticipate what your likes are uh given oh what we talked about our top prime games and your quantic foundry uh yeah. ranking but uh for those who don't know you very well or maybe you haven't talked about what what's your likes on this I, this game i the likes i have are the components the 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 theme of it i love the viking history i love the vikings uh the the what they represent the the battles the 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 just the whole fighting the toughness the um just everything regarding that history and stuff plus i love axes so um i i like the conan the barbarian type uh, aspect of it the this game really brings out that flavor the art is phenomenal um, the components are just fabulous. The miniatures are... You had me on minis. Yeah, most definitely. The minis are just wonderful. And to me, that the immersion of of uh, in games, th- this all brings that out. Oh, for sure. And the yeah. gameplay, actually. I love the the pick and pass of the card selection. I like that. It's t- so, it's tough because like, it's not one of those games where some cards are mediocre. Yeah. Pretty much every card, you're like, oh, I want all of these cards. And it, it's some, it's some hard right. decision making. One of the things I like about it, it allows you to uh, direct down a path that you want to do with some of your cards. Yeah. So it's 
uh, you can start picking a strategy. It's well, not the luck of what yeah. you just drew. Now I, I actually get to select this, and I know they're gonna. This hand's gonna come back in a three-player game. I know yeah. this. The hand I pass, some of these are gonna come back to me, so um, I can start taking some of things that yeah. I, I want to. Even, um, even in a yep. four-player yep. game, you're gonna get those back. exactly. Yep. Yeah, it, it's true about. But it said each like Norse god. There's definitely a theme to it. Yes. And and there's and it's not like. Well, oh man, I'm all in on this one, and now another one comes up. There's a lot of complementary. Yes, and so it's not like so very that like oh, if I don't get this card, or oh crap, I have to take this card to prevent the other person from getting yet another one of these. You, you know, it's not going to really severely hurt you by taking by that. doing that exactly. So yeah, I I think it gives you, I I love it the how it gives you the choice to select and develop your hand. I, I like that aspect of it because sure. it's not just drawing um, eight cards and keeping six. Uh, it's yeah, and yeah. this is what you're stuck with. Now yeah. I get to I get to actually select an option yeah. to select. Yeah, yeah, I so. um yeah for my likes not to because that sounds like you're nope. done there. Yeah, uh, for my likes, I, I I do like the the theme of the game. I really like that Viking theme that we're just battling it out. I do yeah. like the different ways you can score glory, which is really nice. So there it gives is. you a lot of options. And I also my, one of my things I'm a big I love engine building. Yeah, I like that there's kind of an engine building where you there can is. upgrade your you know you're upgrading how many guys you can get out and you're upgrading how many points and glory you get for fighting. And it's just kind of it's. I like that. That's cool. That, yeah, that's one. I like that kind of quote unquote engine building and upgrading right. your clan. Yeah, there's so many different. There's many different mechanics in this that go well together. Uh, one of the things I wanted to uh, to say is that in this you can start with a strategy, and as the ages come, you can always adjust your sure. strategy as you need it as the game you develops. almost have to and you're you, not you always going to get it yeah exactly so that's the thing i really like about this is is you can you can flow or, or change with the flow of the game yep and stra- oh. there's mul- multiple different strategies and one of the other things is like when you get one of those beast cards you yeah. feel like because yeah, oh you're the only one has it just feels so cool yeah. and they have special ability I'd, I'd like that yeah they, they each beast does have some special abilities of what they can do yeah, that's, that's totally cool. different yeah, unique, it's, cool. and it's awesome it, it really adds to the flavor there's sure. so much flavor and theme in this game yeah so uh, let's go ahead and move on to dislikes uh, Chris what's uh, dislikes for you honestly I don't know if I have a dislike of this game I could I I, I I, I maybe the dislike is that I don't play it enough. That I, that's it's it's a game. I, I yeah, boo. Okay, um, I don't know. I I've thought about this long. I don't know what a dislike is of this game. Okay, well I'll give you a. You dislike. go right ahead. Um, I I dislike is I don't think it plays well at all player counts. This is at def- four player. I right. I it's more of max out as many players in this game, and you'll have a better enjoyment. Uh, three player and two player is definitely not the ways to play this oh, game. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, that's what I'm saying is, yeah, it's printed two to whatever players. Right. It's only good at max players. That's probably one of my dislikes, which makes it harder to get to the the, oh, the, I can the see. table. Um, just kind of like when I was talking about Battlestar Galactica, one of my the favorite game, but it only plays well at five. Any other player sure. count, it is a terrible game, which is too bad because it's hard to get just as actually five players same with this you have to have enough players and it's a little meatier game 
takes a little bit to learn. Again, these aren't all dislikes. My point being, it's just as harder to get to yeah. the table because of those things. Interesting. I, I, I've played this three players and four players. I've never played it two. Yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it just as much as okay. three is four yeah, I, myself. I, yeah, I, I wasn't a big... I, it was it was fun. I, I enjoyed the game, but at three players... Because uh, the problem was, Corey and I were just going for similar things, and you were off doing this other strategy, and there was no way for us for really to stop you. And it was very, very, very prohibitive for us to start taking those cards that you needed because it really was going to screw us over if we did that and really weaken us from what we were doing. And unfortunately, just from the luck of the draw, Corey and I were going for very, very similar quests because this is how it came out. So we were fighting for the middle. I forget what the name of that middle one is. Visceral. Uh, Visceral. Um, and it like when I did it, Corey got kind of pissed off uh, because he felt like I was picking on him, but I needed a quest to do it. And he was in last place. I'm second place. You're running away with the game, but I couldn't do anything to stop you. And literally the whole rest, the third age, I avoided all fights with you because that's the way you're scoring. So I literally had to avoid fights with you, which was prohibitive of my quest. And that was, it was just some of those situations I I didn't like. And I think that gets cleaned up with a fourth player. Oh, I could definitely see that. And, and the way our game played out was, is I don't think would happen again or too often if we played it more and more time. It's just the way the, the cards came out and way the the board was situated. It was, I mean, there, this game has such a replayability and it's going to be different by the number of cards and how we line up and, what the chits on the 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 regions come up and just the monsters and, and everything like that so i think i think it'll be different we wouldn't run into that but i'd love to try and play a little bit more four player and, and see yeah how that goes. so um uh, overall review what's your what what score do you put on oh this? this is a 10 for me this is this is a yeah i i have some tens in my life and this is one of them if, if you said hey we're gonna play blood rage tonight i mean like oh dang it i have that meeting i might skip that meeting and come play blood rage it's it's that game sure. for me okay. i, I cool. like that cool uh i'm gonna give it an eight i mean it's a good game solid components artwork's good themes good plays uh pretty well uh just i i uh, i'm not a huge drafting i'm finding drafting games uh just because it's a little too randomy for me and it also can set up weird situations like happen yeah. on our gameplay and 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 um it's just not my preferred way. Yeah, but again, I I do like had a little engine building in it, which I liked. You're an engine builder, I understand um, that. Um, and the dudes on the map's kind of fun, yeah. but yep. um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good like I said, it's a good game. It's on my list for one I would buy. It's on my buy list. It's a little of a pricey game. Maybe that's a little more of a dislike too. It's like sixty bucks MRP, mm. and it doesn't get very cheaper from there. There's a lot that comes in the box, yeah. so you're you're paying for what you're getting. There's a lot of components. Um, but that's kind of all that kind of stuff that rolls up to eight. So it is what it is. So anyway, let's wrap this up because we're at 30 minutes right now. Like that, like this. So if you like that kind of game, you'll like this. A game that I think that if you like that, you'd like this is Scythe. Uh, very similar. Uh, oh yeah. Very similar, like dude on the maps, area control. There's drafting. Yeah. Um, there's no. There's not drafting. Excuse me. I'm sorry. There's not drafting. You do get cards. There's a little engine building where you're yes. kind of upgrading the like your clan. Yes. It's not your clan, but I'm just putting this in parentheses. Yes. Clan. He's using air quotes. Um, there's uh, um, very uh, many different ways of getting victory points in scythe um, for strategies to go down. There's a lot yeah. of places. And, and, and it's, it's like, very similar in this aspect. 
aspect with this. Um, another one is uh, Cry Havoc. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Area, area Which, control, yep. and it's sci-fi theme, so it's a little different theme, but same, yeah. idea, definitely same idea. Very similar with very that. similar. A bunch of dudes on the map, uh, high, uh, fighting um, different like variable. Well, right, you have different like clans actually yeah. in that game yeah. too. You get the hand management, and yeah, you get the that area controlled, area influence, variable player powers, um, things like that. That are very similar. Those those are the two games I thought of, and those are very. Uh, um, Newer type games, 2016, sure. 2000, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Very current e- games. Even like Risk or something, I mean, that's dudes on the map, yeah. but that's very basic. That's There's a basic a lot. mechanism. This is a much uh, meatier it, yes. game where you can upgrade and get more guys and do different things and different pathways for fighting and Valhalla. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm looking I'm looking at my board game shelves trying to find some. I just don't think this is my type, my type of real genre, this tactical... Dude, fighting on the map that's not really my genre i don't think no, no. i'm looking at my it's, collection it's mine yeah, it's definitely for mine sure. <laughs> definitely mine not yours i understand yeah. that so you've, you've got those little posting explosion and good great game and, i just played it yesterday yeah, i know and what, what's that what's that other one with the the bee the balls and the they go out of the tower and gizmos gizmo that's oh, what so good yeah, yeah, that's gizmos <laughs> is so much fun is it pretty bad that i would give gizmos a better review than this yeah, yes in my opinion <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well we're on really long it's like 33 minutes here for this review just to overview uh chris gave it a perfect in yep. and i gave it an eight all right quick uh love and hate this week because we're running a little long uh my love this week that. yeah <laughs> like, surprise surprise hey last week we did really well yeah we did um all right this week love for me is potion explosion and i i think we've talked about this from also cool mini or not yeah actually um this is actually i think this came out after they changed their name to simon but they still had it all printed cool mini or not because it happened at gen con anyway it's neither here or there uh it's potion explosion is a pretty cool it's a little game where you're brewing potions right and each of these little potion beakers the components on these are awesome actually they're like all these little cardboard beakers where yeah. there's different colors and then there's different spot for the marbles well there's this uh cardboard contraption that has rows that marbles go into the top and then they roll down randomly into these rows so on your turn you pick a marble from the row and when two marbles come together if they're two of the same color hit each other explosion happens so you get those so and then the ones on each side of those if those happen to be the same color and they touch then they cause another one and chain reaction so the idea is to create these really efficient chain reactions of marbles that are sliding down this nice to try to get more and more and more uh of these marbles and then you put the marbles that complete your potions once you complete the potions you get them on your turn you can drink those potions and the potions all have special variable powers like oh you can grab one marble of your choice, or you can grab two or more of the uh, of the same color from the same spot, or it has all these different ones, or take another action and stuff like that. And so you're using all those to get efficient, try to complete your potions. The potions give you victory points, and then set collection. So if you get three of the same potion type, then you get a victory point token. If you get one of each of the five, then you get another one. Um, and so it's like that set collection, if you will. And uh, there's more potions than that you put in there. So you, you can get different combinations throughout the game, which adds to just some different strategy. And and then you can see there's five different piles. So you can kind of plan ahead and strategize which potions I'm going to take, the refill up. And so it's just like a little puzzly. Light. It's a really lighthearted game. But I really like the whole picking a marble out and then trying to make combos 
and and you can take like end up taking eight or nine marbles if you're really good or get it really lucky. Um, it's just a lot of fun. So it's potion explosion. Check it out. Uh, definitely in my collection, and uh, it's worth trying and buying personally. I'm just saying. My love is coming across a great deal on a game. Not when, when you're not even expecting it. Something you like you're searching all of a sudden on Amazon. Bam, deal of a day. Like Elysium. Yeah, 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 like Elysium. Um, <laughs> just like like games. Gosh, what did it? Dice Throne, uh, the season one. Oh, gosh. When yeah, that what came, a steal. Uh, gosh, I, I got that. I think it was under $20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a, oh my gosh, that was a fun, uh, a very fun game to get out for 20 bucks. Finding something like that or just you know coming across a half price bookstore you said yeah i got legendary and i got legendary encounters firefly yeah. for i think it was like 16 dollars on sale it was pretty sweet yeah yeah i came across scythe um at that oh, half price yeah. bookstore it was already marked down some and then had 50 percent off and i got it for 30 some dollars it was it was oh my gosh yes just something coming across a game like that unexpectedly and I found several deals. I, I'm a person. I'm I'm a very um, fiscally uh, responsible, conservative type of uh, person. Yeah, check so. out episode four, Breaking the Bank. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Our least popular yeah. episode for some reason. I don't know I don't why. Know. Talking about budgeting, uh, who cares? <laughs> but uh, so I, uh, I like to... Uh, uh, spread my uh, dollar and uh, as much as I can get it, uh, the games out of them as I, I can. So I, I love coming across a, a good deal like nice. that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. makes me my too. day. Yeah. Makes me too. My day. Yeah. That's what I tell. I, well, it was on sale. Yeah. So. And I had a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> love coupons. All right. Hate for me is Elysium. <laughs> Just dog on this. Jump on it. Game. Oh my word. That game. Oh. I got to give this a try. I haven't, like I said, I haven't got mad at a game in a really long time, and I, I even won the game ought to. Oh, planet! Um, <laughs> Emily made a, didn't see a move that she should have taken. To win, she would have guaranteed win, but either way, it doesn't matter. Both of us hated the game, so I'll give another try before I get rid of it. But if I get rid of it, if you want, if you want it, I'll sell it for you, like for anybody to five dollars if they email in. I'll let you know next next there episode, you and you just reach out to email. I'll sell it to you for five bucks. There you go. Look at our board game geek guild three six two two. The games we play. It's, See if it's posted in Brian's marketplace. It's, it's not quite a giveaway because I don't want to give. Well, what's worse, mm. something making somebody buy it for five or giving them a crappy game? I'd rather them buy it so it's like yeah they're committing to it instead of yeah get a free game and here's a crappy game anyway. Some people like it, I guess. I'll anyway. sell you a crappy game. Yeah, okay. So that's my hate. Sorry. Uh, no, that's right. Mine is disposable games. It's the, There's many of these games coming out. You play it once or twice, like these legacy-type games All right, where it affects it. I, I, I just don't like the... the I mean, I love having a game like, like I had Survive or some of these other games. I've got... Uh, sure, Settlers sure. of Catan that uh, I you know I got it almost twenty years ago. Might as well be a, and, a and it's in plant. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vehemently disagree with you here, Chris. You go right ahead. This is my dislike. Um, These disposable games you play a couple times and you're done. I understand. You know, if it's cheap, like some of the exit games, they're ten dollars. You get a few plays out of it. That's fine. No, you, you don't get a few plays. You get one play because okay. you destroy the components. You literally uh, have to cup up, cut up the rule book. There's puzzles and stuff like that. But it's an hour experience. It's cheaper than going to the movies for one person. Right. But here's the thing. I spend $30 on Survive, 
and I have yeah, but multiple it, plays. That's apples and oranges. You're going in to exit knowing that this is a one-time play experience. Hence why I don't buy it. And it, because you can't play it more than one time anyway, because you know all the solutions, and, it's, and then it wouldn't even be any fun, right? Right. Well, then, hence why I don't spend ten dollars on that Man. game when I can spend ten dollars. See, the problem on- is you're missing out on some really good games. Like exit the games are masterful. Like these, you get to the end, you're like, no freaking way. That was amazing how they did that puzzle, and every single one. You get to the end, it has something in it. You're like, just blows your mind that they came up with that. And it's so cool. So good. So, so good. So, the next time you buy an exit game, invite Jimmy and I over. And I we'll have all of them. I have them all. See, I, look. Don't you have look, to throw them away? No, I I know that shows you how many I have played. I have only played two of the, or uh, three of the 13 or 14. I don't even have the newest one. But no, I'll invite you over. We'll play one. There's so much fun. There's so, so much fun. But even with the legacy style games, you go in knowing that, hey, you're going to modify it. Yes, you're going to mark up components. Yes, you're going to throw away stuff. And that's just how it's going to be. And I don't like that. Well, you're missing out on some really good gaming, Chris. Well, I'll play your. Stop being an old curmudgeon, games. you know, old man over here. Uh, bah humbug. <laughs> get with the times, Chris. Um, no, I, I understand. I think my first Legacy game was Risk Legacy and reading the rules. I kind of had that same feeling like, what? I'm supposed to throw away components? Yeah. And now I've embraced it. Embraced it so much that I use Sharpie on Gloomhaven just to bother Chris. And it's yeah, so much fun. It but does. here's the thing, Chris. With, uh, this is my argument every time to you. How many times have you played uh, Blood Rage? I've played Blood Rage five times. Okay, there you go. We've mm-hmm. played Gloomhaven three times. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to play once we get through oh, Gloomhaven, we're going to play I, more I times than Blood Rage. My point being is even with these legacy games, you're never going to play them so many times that you're going to miss that. Hey, it, we're done with it. I understand. Does that make I, sense? I understand. It just still bothers me. Well, deep down core. Well, you're wrong. So and the internet agrees with me. I'm okay. just joking. Actually, we're, if you look on the, if you, there's huge arguments on Reddit. All One the of time our first these. polls on our board game geek guild is going to be, <laughs> About disposable <laughs> games, if you like them or not. Well, that's so, well. When we you when I you when you ward it that way, people. You know, anyway, that's either here or there. So, <laughs> uh, we, this could be a whole episode that we could argue about this. Um, anyway, so that's our love and hate for this week. Okay, well, that uh, concludes episode 20. We're a little, little long. I think by my count, we're about 70 minutes. So we'll just wrap this up here real quick. However, I just wanted to hit on this because this is hilarious. Oh, yes. So um, last week, uh, September 13th, a truck bound for a Georgia-based tabletop video game company, Trivium Studios, took a turn too sharply, spilling 216,000 gaming dice on interstate 75 in atlanta and it was uh this truck was carrying three pallets of chessex six-sided gaming dice that wow it spilled and the pictures are hilarious there's just dice all across the whole interstate (laughs) on the side of the road that could be the biggest unintentional dice roll ever yeah yeah it's you know if 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 this was Chris roll, uh, dude, Chris driving, it would have been like sixes. Yes, all, all the D twenties are twenties, twenties. The sixes are sixes. They're sixes, all D sixes. Six. Yeah, they're all, all D sixes. All two hundred sixteen thousand would be sixes if yep. it was Chris rolling. Yep. If it was me rolling, or if it was me driving, it would be like all ones. Yeah. 
snake eyes. <laughs> Funny enough, the truck was undamaged. It was just the cargo. Does that mean it didn't it it uh, didn't roll one right? The fail. Yes. The no no critical fla- fail or yeah. critical glitch. Or is that a saving throw? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Made a good saving Back, throw. Yes. Oh my gosh! Could just imagine all those dice all over there, and it'd be like kids in a candy store. Those are pretty expensive too. The Chessics are good quality dice. They do a lot of custom dice too, as well. We've we've actually made some for uh, that uh, Rackham game confrontation we we told you about. Yeah, we made some custom dice, and Chessics can will will do that. You'll probably see advertisement. Even survives interstate. Even survives. Yes. I don't know what happened. Do they have to throw all those away? Oh, I hope not. I don't know. They're in plastic bags. Just throw them back no, in the box. No, they they got out of the plastic oh, bags. Oh, I know I some know. of them did. Some of them. Th- did. There's a picture of a yeah, shovel. The big with, shovel. Ugh. All the all the all the D sixes all over. That's the place. hilarious. That is pretty funny. Oh, that's a bad day for that t- truck driver. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that really is. Just, just out of curiosity, Chris, uh, where were you on Friday, September thirteenth? Hey, wait a second. It was Friday the thirteenth. It was too. Friday the thirteenth. No, Chris was like, I'm gonna get some free dice. Yeah. If Chris was driving by, he would have pulled over. Hey, he needs some help, and then like, exactly. why are your pockets, pockets full? <laughs> free dice. I was just helping you. There's a coupon for yes, it. Yeah, I said, I pull out my coupon book. <laughs> it says one Chessic dice. Well, that says uh, Gen Concert. There's no expiration date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's no expiration date. Anyway, yeah, that's just funny. Check out the article. Just Google. It's pretty pretty humorous the pictures are great all right so let's go ahead and wrap up this episode uh check us out on the bgg guild we'll yes. have to uh, start updating stuff on it check out our instagram you can see pictures like blood rage you can see pictures unfortunately like elysium apologize <laughs> for seeing those on there but content is content yes uh, good see, or bad you can see pictures of, of potion explosion or games if chris ever plays any games during the week Boom, just throwing shade right now. Hey, I'm coaching football right now. My evenings are they're spent. Yeah, I'll do all the gaming for us. Yeah. Um, uh, like us on iTunes, give us five stars. Yes. Or, I mean, whatever stars you think is appropriate, but we always take and appreciate the five stars. We'd love five stars. I think we got like 11 or 12 out there. So we're moving up on the world. And uh, if you have big cash of money, we'll take it too. Um, anyway, so anything else you want to add, Chris, for the end of this episode? No, just been another great, uh, great week. Uh, looking to trying to get some more gaming in uh, with my uh, yeah. You need coaching to schedule. And yeah. make, make sure this, to take pictures this weekend. Yes, no, we'll we'll get some. We'll pull some games out this weekend. Yeah, cool. Celebrate our little milestone of twenty episodes. Yes, we've twenty made. episodes. Sorry. To be honest, when I was doing a lot of research early on about other podcasts for game board games and checking out what's out there. Uh, a lot of the dead podcasts ended around episode eighteen, Ooh. so we we've surpassed that. Uh, we that the curb, yeah. So, from the games we play, I am Brian and I'm Chris, and keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Games We Play Pod and at Games We Play Pod at gmail.com.